This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Clear Curriculum, your instructional design and training company specializing in enterprise resource planning. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Haiti, oxygen shortage announced in hospitals. Antigua and Barbuda denies supporting lifting a whaling ban. OECS USA launched program to improve youth justice system in the Eastern Caribbean. Port of St. Martin forecasts as 1 million cruise ship passengers for the next six months. Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Governor Country Outreach Mission to Grenada. And Grenada School of Arts and Sciences professor receives international recognition. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, October 24th. We start a report today in Haiti, where oxygen shortage announced in hospitals. Haiti Libre reports Haiti's General Hospital is heading towards an oxygen shortage and fares the worse for the lives of patients who depend on it. The General Hospital's oxygen supplier has warned that it will soon be unable to supply oxygen to the hospital as essential production equipment is blocked. The hospital still has a maximum reserve of one to two weeks for survival of its patients. For the University Hospital, it has oxygen cylinders that are blocked at the port, while the Hospital of St. Lucie and St. Damien Foundation, among others, which have oxygen concentrators, it is the lock of fuel that will prevent these concentrators from working and producing vital oxygen for the sick. For the private hospital of organization, Development of Health Activities in Haiti, DASH, the situation is quite different. The DASH Health Network says that it is not affected by the lack of fuel, the essential infrastructure of DASH running on solar energy and the oxygen concentrators as well as the operating rooms normally operate. Everyone is hoping for an unblocking of the situation before it's too late. Now on to the Pan American Health Organization. The director of the Pan American Health Organization is urging partnership in health and says disease knows no borders. The director of the Pan American Health Organization, Dr. Caricia Ethian, asserted that disease knows no borders, has called for partnerships in health amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Disease knows no borders. So as we turn to the task of rebuilding from this pandemic, we must do more to improve the health of our people by working in partnership and building equity as a core value. The Pan American Health release quoted Ethian as saying, She spoke at the fourth edition of Cuba Salud 2022, an international health convention that ended Friday in Havana. According to the Pan American Health Organization release, Ethian noted that the COVID-19 pandemic further set back limited and uneven progress in implementing the 2030 agenda. She said that the world, including the region of the Americas, is not on track to meet sustainable development goals, including SDG 3 on health and wellness. Among the health consequences of the pandemic, the Pan American Health Organization director mentioned the sharp decline in routine vaccination 
rates over the past two years, increasing the risk of polio, measles, and other disease outbreaks in the region. Dr. Ethian says it is vital to place equity at the center of government agendas to build back better and fairer. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. In environmental news, Antigua and Barbuda deny supporting lifting of whaling ban. Caribbean National Weekly reports the government of Antigua and Barbuda has denied its representatives on the International Whaling Commission are assisting with efforts to repeal the whaling ban. Whaling is the process of hunting whales for their usable products such as meat and blubber, which can be turned into a type of oil that became increasingly important in the Industrial Revolution. The government of Antigua and Barbuda issued a statement after international media outlets and marine charities reported that Antigua and Barbuda had proposed a repeal of the moratorium on whaling alongside Japan and several other nations. Marine wildlife protection charity Ocean Care claim Antigua and Barbuda and countries which support the lifting of the ban proposed that whales be seen as a food source to secure food and nutritional security. Next up, the OECS and USA launch program to improve youth justice systems in the Eastern Caribbean. The United States government, through the United States Agency for International Development, Eastern and Southern Caribbean, USAID, announced a new $5.3 million grant to the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States Commission, the OECS, to implement the opportunities to advance and support Youth for Success project in the Eastern Caribbean over the next four years. The project aims to reduce crime and violence rates among young people across the Eastern Caribbean and will focus on strengthening youth justice systems in Antigua and Barbuda, Dominica, Grenada, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Lucia and St. Vincent and the Grenadines. Opportunities to advance and support youth for success will strengthen existing and invest in new programs that provide skill development, psychosocio support, and family interventions for youth in conflict with the law through collaboration with government and non-government partners, civil society organizations, and the private sector. Opportunities to advance and support youth for success will also support partner countries to implement and institutionalize a case management system to monitor young offenders from their initial contact with law enforcement through to his or her successful reintegration into society. At the project launch in St. Lucia, Acting USAID Regional Representative David Billings emphasized the United States is committed to working with the OECS, national government, civil society organizations, the private sector, and most importantly, young people and their communities to provide opportunities for youth to succeed. In her remarks at the signing ceremony, Dr. Carlene Raddix, head of the Human and Social Division of the OECS, commented, the OECS and USAID Youth Justice Project expands on earlier initiatives which contributed to the transformation of the child justice landscape and allows for the strengthening of implementation in the spirit of existing legislation and with the collaboration of the community. 
This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. In tourism news, Port St. Martin forecasts 1 million cruise passengers for the next six months. 721 News reports Port of St. Martin Group management said on Wednesday that destination St. Martin, according to its forecast and cruise line itineraries for the period of November 2022 to April 2023, will see approximately 1 million cruise passengers visit the friendly island. Acting Minister of Tourism, Economic Affairs, Transportation and Telecommunications Omar Otley said, it gives me extreme pleasure to see we're back. While we may have an opportunity to reach or even surpass our pre-COVID numbers, we cannot become complacent. The goal is to constantly increase our tourism product until we are ranked the number one cruise destination. This season, we plan to diversify our tourism product and focus on our cultural heritage. The theme should be what makes us unique. Once we're able to highlight what makes us unique, it becomes our job to share that uniqueness with the rest of the world. The high season forecast arrivals are tied to the occupancy level of cruise ships stabilizing over the past months, with consumer confidence and the ratings higher than ever based on industry trends and developments. Port St. Martin Group Chief Executive Officer Alexander Gum said cruise lines are also experiencing high passenger spending levels, which is ideal for the destination. The hopes are that in the coming year or two, the Caribbean summer months will normalize once again to post-pandemic levels. The Caribbean cruise market remains the largest market share of cruise passengers, but other regions are becoming more popular and competitive. With 1 million cruise visitors forecast for the next six months, other than transit calls, we will now have seven cruise line brands home port from Port St. Martin this season, the most to date, Gum said on Wednesday. Now here's a look at the financial sector. Governor of the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank, Timothy N.J. Anton, is set to continue his 2022 round of country outreach missions with a stop in Grenada from October 23rd to the 27th. Governor Anton engagement begins with discussing key issues with the Prime Minister and Minister of Finance, Dickon Mitchell. On October 24th, the Eastern Caribbean Central Bank Governor and his delegation will pay a courtesy call on Her Excellency Dame Cecilia Legrande before making a presentation to the members of Cabinet on the ECCU's performance and prospects. On Wednesday, the team will meet with social partners, inclusive of business, labor union, churches, and youth at the Radisson Resort. There are also separate meetings with bankers and media practitioners at the ECCB's agency office. As part of the 2022 round of country outreach missions, the governor visited Anguilla in May, Montserrat in June, St. Vincent in July, and St. Vincent and the Grenadines in September. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. 
Great news for Grenada, where Grenada's School of Arts and Science professor receives international recognition. St. George University is sharing some great news. One of the world's leading digital first publishers has recognized St. George's University professor for his contribution to the field of entrepreneurship, a demonstration of how St. George University faculty are leading experts in their field. Dr. Paul Pounder, who teaches entrepreneurship and is director of the MBA program within the School of Arts and Sciences at St. George's University, was the recipient of a 2022 Emerald Literati Outstanding Paper Award. Dr. Pounder's winning paper titled Social Entrepreneurship and Cultural Contextualization, a review, was published in the International Journal of Development Issues in 2021. The research challenged varying schools of thought and reassessed assumptions from different fields of management and business research, providing insight into the conceptualization of social entrepreneurship and the extent to which culture affects it. The Emerald Literati Award have celebrated and recognized the contribution of authors and reviewers for almost 30 years. The authors recognized in the 2022 award seasons are from all around the world, and they were judged on their ability to demonstrate excellence and impact in their field. The findings of Dr. Pounder's research indicated that previous studies conducted on social entrepreneurship describe acting entrepreneurial and having a social mission, but did not consider the impact of culture. Dr. Ponder's research fills that missing piece and provides a greater depth of understanding of the topic. Now here's our final note. University of the Virgin Islands approves new associate degree in construction management, pointing to growth of sector. The Virgin Islands Consortium reports the growing construction market in the U.S. Virgin Islands, coupled with the outpouring of U.S. federal funding following Hurricanes Irma and Maria, has propelled the University of the Virgin Islands Board of Trustees to approve a new Associate of Applied Science degree program in construction management. The university also approved $49.9 million revised fiscal year budget 2023, its largest to date, an increase of $10.8 million over what the university requested in August during its Senate budget hearing. On a new associate's degree program, the University of the Virgin Islands Dean of School of Business, Dr. Kendra Harris, stated, We essentially were charged by the territory to consider a construction management associate degree in large part based on the influx of financial resources that were coming into the territory on the heels of the post-hurricane era and also into the pandemic era. Ms. Harris said individuals were not properly equipped. This program, she said, has been put in place to meet that need. The Associate Program in Construction Management degree is designed to provide graduates with the skills and experience to be successful as a project manager on building construction projects. Students will learn principles and techniques of construction, materials and building equipment, manual and computer-aided drafting, building contracting processes, legal considerations, and cost estimating and scheduling using the latest construction and project 
project management software. In fall 2022, the University of the Virgin Islands launched its certification program for construction management. Students in the certification program can easily switch to the associate degree program according to the university. This podcast has been brought to you by Clear Curriculum, your instructional design and training company specializing in enterprise resource planning. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. And to share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Monday, October 24th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news. 